episode 21 of the Group Chat Golf Podcast. Chubba Watson, Daniel Lafferty. How are we doing today, boys? Do Cinco. Is that 21 in Spanish? Do uh, say Cinco. Viente, viente Uno. 21. Viente Uno. Close. Close, Chubba. How are we doing, Sonny? We're, we're doing. And uh, I know uh, Daniel just put up a meme just to remind us all eight days until the Masters. I mean. Wow. And when this comes out, seven days. You guys... You're listening to this right now, seven fucking days until the Masters, the best uh. golf tournament of the year. Um, we're pumped about it, so uh, we might we might do a little Masters talk today and next week with a special guest coming next week. Would that have been better for them to schedule that over Thanksgiving? Uh, that's a good question. I wonder if they had weather issues or... Or, uh, you know, I, I really don't know why they wouldn't do it over. Maybe they want to spend time with their families. The, the um, season's usually over by then. But um, while we're on the while we're on the topic of the Masters, don't forget to go out to groupcheckgolf.com. Uh, also, link in bio for the green and yellow, t- I'm not going to say Tiger, but Tiger fist pump hoodies. Uh, that mm. is also kind of not very close to the Masters logo, but it's, you know... It looks good and it's green and yellow. So go groupchagoff.com. Go click the link in my bio. Go buy some hoodies, t-shirts. Forty bucks for the hoodies, twenty-five for the tees. Limited edition. Get them while they're hot. Uh, they're gonna be gone, and you want to wear them next week. So uh, go check those out. And I, I personally, I even when I was young in my life, and we're we're all Patriots fans here. I was almost a Green Bay fan just because green and yellow together. I just really I enjoy those colors. So before I even knew the Masters, and. I don't know if everybody here knows this, but I actually have a master's tattoo. I don't, I've never really showed that on the page. Maybe I'll unleash it next week. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you will. Tony loves them. I am a huge master's. I'm sitting under a master's flag right now. Um, it's just, it's the master's is me. It just represents me. I feel. So it's only right that we talk about it today, but before we do, um, we got a tournament this weekend, right? Coming up. Yeah, we sure do. The Vivint Houston Open. The Vivint Houston Open this weekend, which we do call the Vivance Refrigeration. Um, it's correct. Now, small story. We do. There's a little, yeah. There's a little bit of a miscommunication on how you pronounce Vivint. Hmm. For the longest time, we read it as Vivant, almost yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I was, I was and sure so, it was Vivant. It's V I V E N T, but I guess we thought it was A N T. Yeah, I don't know how we got it so mixed up. I mean, it makes sense now when you're told, no, it's Vivint, like you see it a little bit more clearly. But at the time, it was it was definitely Vivant in my mind. And Vivant sounds way cooler. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Vivint, um, but nothing's cooler than Vance Refrigeration. So we put them yeah, together. So then obviously, you know, we went from Vi- Vivant to, you know, naturally Vivant's Refrigeration. Shout out The Office. Shout uh, out. Kind of like how Michael gets daryl philbin's name from daryl philbin to mr rogers that's kind of like a similar, <laughs> uh, similar transformation that we took on from vivant to vivant's refrigeration so the names are so good when he does how he remembers the names and i think also shout out to uh steve from the gc the group chat i think steve came up with vivant's refrigeration um, yeah which I think was you're right. low key for him because he's not a huge office guy not a loud outspoken office guy like we are um so it was nice to hear him come out of the woodwork with that one but Nonetheless, we have a tournament. It looks like DJ is going to be back after taking six yeah. weeks off from COVID. Mm. Yeah, well, it was, I don't think it was. I don't think it was six weeks off due to COVID. I think he had he had 
you know, there weren't a lot of events that he was going to be playing in, but then he did get COVID. So I think there was, you know, a couple of days that he was out there and then a 14 day quarantine. So in that planned time off, it ended, you know, and with the addition of getting COVID, it, it ended up being six weeks off. So are you guys surprised like, that he it sounds like to me, a guy that just won $900 million in the tour championship <laughs> decided oh, yeah. to take a vacation. Right, a smoking hot wife. I mean, he is just doing so well. And a Coastal Carolina alum, which also another shout A lot of early shout-outs today, but also shout-out Coastal Carolina football. Mm, um, 15th up. in the nation right now in the AP polls this week, just out of the They're blue. having fun. Yeah, they are. They're having fun doing it, boys. And sometimes that's all it takes just to get that chemistry right. You know, it's like having a good foursome. When it's right, it's right. Mm. Yeah, the media hype for uh, the Vivance Refrigeration Houston Open this weekend – seems to be largely centered around DJ and Brooks. I don't know if that's going to have, you know, if that'll actually come to fruition or not, but that would be a fun little, Mm. fun little November treat for us to see those two, you know, have a little face off. I know we know Daniel would probably lean DJ there as he despises Brooks, but I I like both of them. I think it would be a fun, fun little uh, event to have them go kind of head to head in the last group, but we'll see. It's uh, it's the master's primer. You know, what are the odds that you'll be sitting down watching that on Sunday? Uh, probably won't be. Yeah, me either. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. If it's, if, it's, me. if it's Brooks and DJ, you, that's all. I mean, I got to at least flip in in between NFL because that's, I believe this is the first time they've even played a tournament together since Brooks ran his mouth over at the, uh, the open. Oh, wow. PGA. Uh, you might be right. I'm sorry. I believe that was the PGA. And then Brooks had to withdraw from the open after puking all you know, over himself. You know, it's funny though. If I don't even remember that a couple of weeks later, there's no chance DJ remembers that that ever happened. I mean, he <laughs> oh, he there's no way he remembers. He knows. They probably talked on the phone after. I mean, didn't we talk about this? Aren't they buddies? Like low key buddies? I, th- I think they are. Or they're wives I think I've, or I, something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen. I think DJ mentioned that on a on a pod one time that he was actually friends. Like they they go out together and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that happening. I feel like they both have very little going up going on between the years. Um, yeah, and I mean, we know DJ allegedly, and I say we know he allegedly loves to do cocaine. And I, I'm, Brooks and Jenna Sims, like again, this is allegedly i think they probably do too you know yeah there's no there's no way they don't party i i agree yeah but brooks probably stays so quiet and the way that he does with that i mean obviously he's got that cocky attitude but for the most part he's a quiet guy he he probably loves to do his thing outside the golf course he's just not really a golf guy i mean (laughs) he just i mean similar similar personalities him and dj on yeah i agree maybe off the course they uh they have blow parties together who knows yeah I wouldn't be surprised. Hit the slopes. They definitely, I mean, it's probably, they're, they're probably like the quietest get togethers when they hang out. They probably don't say much at all. I can imagine like just nothing going on. The girls just talking and the guys just sitting there like, oh, what's up, man? Or if they're Work on coke, it's the only time they actually talk to one another. Oh, they pro- oh, you're right. They're probably ripping cigs and just like, imagine Brooke smoking a cig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a fun event. Um, and you know, really, I mean, it does. It feels weird. I mean, we're up in the Northeast, and it's. I mean, we're recording this a, a little later than we usually do. It's about six thirty p.m. Pitch black has been pitch black for hours, and so I. I mean, I don't know what it's like down in 
Well, I guess Houston's going to be pretty bright, but even for the Masters, like, I, what time is this getting dark at? No, it's a good point, Chubba. It's um, a great point. Uh, They're going to have to start early. They're going to tee times are going to be like four thirty in the morning, done by three. Right, and we've had playoffs in the Masters. You know, with uh, I'm not sure when the exact last one was. If it was Bubba or if it was uh, Tiger, or Demarco would have been probably long before that. But there's been playoffs over there, and it's getting dark at you know, in the spring when it gets dark at eight at night and they're running out of daylight out there. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty, we're, we're talking like what, probably down. I think it's a little uh, later down there at Augusta anyway, mm-hmm. for sunset as it is up here in the Northeast right now. But I mean, it can't be much yeah. later than five o'clock. Yeah. 15 minutes. But I, I did, I did think that like last year or this last year, they played it that Sunday early. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think there was weather issues in the afternoon. So they played it early on Sunday. Or mm. something like that, and yep, I think yep. they said they were going to do that again this year to stay away from the football prime time. Okay, uh, play an early Sunday, uh, be out of there, but like earlier in the day, like one o'clock. Um, so coverage will probably yeah. coverage will probably start around three o'clock and be over by four thirty for viewers. <laughs> I will say though, the around. Masters has it right. At least you can use the app. You know, I'll be like the best thing is like playing golf Masters week usually in in March. Or uh, April is it March? April. Yeah, yeah. First weekend in April. April, April yeah. Guy's uh, got the Masters tattooed I on know, his arm. That's terrible, even... dude. Well, you know, you take one year off and you just can't remember. I mean, we're talking eighteen months ago uh, when I was crying <laughs> on my couch hey, watching true. Tiger win. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, totally forgot what I was even saying. It's gonna get light. It's gonna get dark early. Uh, it's. Uh, I guess they'll get a nice little uh, viewing of it while they're in Houston. Um, how that, even though it's an hour behind. Yeah, I don't know. Does it get dark in Texas, though? I don't even, I'm not even sure that it does. Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to check that right now. Easy. Does it get dark in Texas? Uh, sunset. Sunset so, in Houston, Texas tonight is 5.32, which was two minutes ago. Uh, so wow. uh, 5.32 their time, 6.32 Eastern time. Uh, so it is early. So I wonder Sunday. if they'll have to uh, – they may have to throw some uh, groups of four together for the weekend, uh, especially if bad weather comes in. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, you got tired tired Danny over there. Yeah, Danny. yeah, a little – he's got a little yawnies. <laughs> not going to yawn. Sleepy Dan. Everyone bully the yawner. <laughs> well, it's funny because he started yawning, and then he's like, I think now's a good time to say something. Yeah, I'll keep At talking. the beginning of it. the yawn. <laughs> Um, it's amazing. So yeah, that's eight days away, folks. Get your uh, get your bets in. Um, I believe uh, Pat Pat Pelletier came on and shout out Pat, our uh, resident uh, pro plus four golfer. Uh, picked Deschambeau, so that'll be interesting uh, to right. see if uh, a guy with power will take over the course, or if it's going to be won by somebody with a short game. Yeah. See what the weather does. You know that'll play a big role. Yeah, I think we're gonna get to picks later in this uh, later here. Maybe we'll yeah, leave them at the end so people remember. Jump right into our Masters preview, huh? Yeah, we just okay. jumped us right in and brought to us by. It's brought to us by Sonny Tempe's Tees, of course, the best wooden tee on the market, the only tee that the Group Chat Golf Podcast uses on the course. And the first thing. Uh, on the on the list for our masters preview is actually a a tasteful 
little food package that Augusta has put together called the Taste of the Masters. Now, for $150, and that includes expedited shipping, I think, uh, this will serve 10 to 12 people, they say. You get one pound of the pimento cheese, one pound of the egg salad, pound and a half of the barbecue pork, eight bags of potato chips, uh, six chocolate chip cookies, six bags of the pecan caramel popcorn, 25 2020 Masters Cups, and and Masters logo checkerboard serving paper. Mm, my favorite. I like to wrap presents in that. So now let's just break this down. Yeah, yeah. They're saying it's 10 to 12 people that you're going to be serving. Okay. So let's say, you know, let's say, let's say we have a party of 11. Okay. Just to split the difference there. So pound of pimento cheese, pound of egg salad. So you're essentially get, oh, and it's bring your own bread, by the way. They're not serving the bread. So we bring our loaves, you know, a, you know, classic white bread. And I think it's a bun for the barbecue pork that you need. So two types of two types of bread. Um, you get a schmear of the pimento. So I imagine each person's going to get one pimento cheese sandwich, right? And and with a pound, say you're uh, getting one. You're getting one less than an ounce and a half of pimento cheese on your um, on your sandwich. Per, per, That's got to yeah. be what a spoonful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not even and not even like a generous one. Like not even a heaping so. spoon of pimento cheese. You just get like <laughs> like you put the a butter knife into pimento cheese and you give it's like butter. Basically. Yeah, you get one schmear, and then you get the same amount of egg salad, and then you get like what 0.2 more ounces of the barbecue pork. So maybe, maybe like a legitimate like pork slider, and then they dive right into we've got eight bags of the potato chips. So with eleven people, we got eight bags of the chips. Uh, we're gonna have either three people aren't getting chips, or nobody gets a full bag of chips and we're breaking the chips down. And then maybe we have a chip draft, you know, we go yeah. with a little snake draft yeah, or something, like one you know, chip at a time. Right. I'd go for the folded ones. Oh, absolutely. You, know? you got to have the crunch. But then, so then we really get, this is where things get a little funky because then comes dessert and we only have six chocolate chip cookies. I guess you could say that you have six bags of the pecan caramel popcorn. So you could either, you could either choose one person gets a cookie or six people get a cookie, six people get the popcorn, or you get half and half. But either way, we're kind of we're kind of limited on dessert here. You're sharing, you know, dessert portions, which is kind of rough. No. But then mm. 25 cups. Such a random number there. Right. 25 cups. So you you're You've got at least two cups per person. And these cups, we actually had uh, shout out Ian from the GC. He went to the Masters, got us a bunch of these cups. They're not, I mean, they're not like, it's not like a nice glass, you know, but it's not a like disposable single use cup either. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we need to have 25. If we're only having six ch chocolate chip cookies, at 25 cups. I mean, the ratio is way off there. Way off. See, you need to either you need to either go lighter on the cups there, or you just give the forty. Everybody gets one every day of the tournament. If you're if you're feeding <laughs> ten people, then you have to give out either forty or or ten. It's just, uh, right. Oh. Cups. And I think without the 
Yeah, no, they are. Without the cups, you're looking at about a 1999 food bundle here. I mean, yeah, let's, are, I, it's funny that you said that. I didn't even think about this being a four day event. Yeah, I mean, you mm. got four. That's what I'm saying. Now, now let's let's put this into now. A stick of butter is one pound of butter, correct? I think I think so. Okay, so imagine just getting one stick of pimento cheese, one stick of egg salad, and I mean, just like think about you know you have to share that with ten people. Like, yeah, now I don't know how like volume works and stuff like that. Like, I mean, cheese is pretty dense. butter seems like it's much more compact. Yeah, I know. Than but I'm eggs. Just, I know. Yeah, that's true. I wonder what a pound of egg salad looks like. I'm thinking like, well, do they even do it by pound? Is a quart the same? It's a one's a weight. I mean, what, what is the big container you get from like the deli? I want to say like, you know, if you quart. were to get like chicken salad or something, I want to say like a pint or a quart. Now we're gonna do conversions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What kind of what, what this a pound? Come on, give us. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess it makes sense. You get a pound of cheese at the deli, but what I'm thinking is this was leftovers that were ordered for April, and then you know stuff was going to expire, and they said, "Well, we have no fans. How can we get rid of this fifty grand in leftover pimento cheese? Let's bundle it into a package with you know." Dude, imagine it's been frozen since March. Oh, yeah, for sure. And well, here's the only here's the other thing too is that this isn't available for just anybody. You have to have a ticket to this year's Masters, which is not redeemable because they do not allow patrons on due to COVID. See, so this is like this is like the this is like Augusta's way of saying thank you yeah. for buying a ticket to our event that you can't come to, but we're still having. Um, and maybe they got refunded i would imagine i would hope they got refunded for the ticket price but you can also then pay us 150 dollars for like a very a very assorted quantity of different types of foods and checkerboard serving paper and cups this is this is what i really hated about this the masters they had one chance to include everybody in the masters and it's this year out of all the years the Masters has been around, it's the most inclusive. Why not just do it differently this year and offer that to everybody? I mean, like, did they still have to send it out and say, I didn't get my Masters ticket when no fans were coming? Couldn't they just have been like, nobody's getting master tickets this year? They still had to fucking pick people. And now only those people can get these packages? Why not just clean up if you're the Masters here? Right. I would buy one. I would buy one of these if I could, but I didn't. I already got the notice saying "fuck you," you didn't get tickets, and now they're saying "fuck you," you can't even try our pimento cheese. Make your own, and or my egg salad or pork barbecue or odd numbers of assorted chips and cookies and I don't know. I I was actually a little bit curious the way that you said pecan, like pecan. I never heard that yeah, pecan. before. Yeah, I've heard pecan, pecan or pecan, pecan caramel, uh, but oh. pecan caramel pecan caramel and i'm actually curious of how most people say that but anyway um just the one year they could just include everybody in a year where everybody kind of needs it they just say no actually we're just gonna keep it like old white man and only if you got a ticket you can buy this this food right you essentially had to sign up for a lottery system to get this offer to pay for this offer yes it's just right. it's, it's just it just could have been done differently once it just i mean i don't know i love how the masters is, is done but it's just the one year they could kind of include everybody and give everybody this the same like nobody gets a better 
viewing of the Masters this year than from your couch. You just can't beat that. So, to you know, they could give that to everybody. It would be a lot more fun. It's almost like they're trolling us with how exclusive they need to be. Right? Like, you start reading and you're like, oh, my God, I can get the Masters package. And then you're like, nope, I have to have gotten chosen for that ticket. Like, come on. Yeah, because by all accounts, the food isn't good. The reason that it's, like, special and that people know about it is because their prices haven't changed hardly at all since they've opened. So, like, you get a beer for, like, three bucks. You get a sandwich for, like, a dollar, you know? So it's, like, this thing that's, you know, there is kind of, like, a cult following behind this food. Um, You know, a lot of people know about the pimento cheese sandwiches and this and that, but it's not necessarily that it's, like, good. It's that it, you know, it's kind of shitty, but it's... You know, it's just that's what they sell there. It's a very limited menu, and the prices have been the same since like 1913. So, actually, speaking of that, let's just go through. I have the um, I have it up right here on my screen. Um, egg salad sandwich 150, pimento cheese sandwich 150, barbecue sandwich three dollars. Um, now all of a sudden you got to pay 150 for this package. Now, what do, like, what do these people normally eat? That's what they normally have at the course, like an on-course menu. Sonny? Yeah, they have the yeah they have a they have a menu at the Masters. Excuse me. Are you asking what do the what do the members eat there year round, no, no, or are no, you the asking patrons, the patrons? Like, are they are they popping bags of caramel pecan corn, or are they? Yeah. Like a turkey sandwich, there might be a chicken sandwich. I have the, Do you have the full yeah, menu, the full front menu of you, right in front of me right now? I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through the menu with the prices really quick. It's not long. Egg salad. Oh, these are the sandwiches. Egg salad, dollar fifty. Pimento cheese, dollar fifty. Barbecue, two fifty. Masters Club, two fifty. Chicken breast, two fifty. Ham and cheese on rye, one fifty. Tuna salad, one fifty. Turkey, one fifty. Now they also have breakfast. Coffee dollar, sausage biscuit one fifty, blueberry muffin one dollar, fresh fruit one dollar, soft drinks dollar, bottled water dollar fifty, iced tea dollar fifty, beer two seventy five, imported beer three fifty. Awesome, that's awesome. Be tough for last thing, yeah. to touch those prices, right? And the last thing is snacks: candy or a dollar, chips crackers a dollar, peanuts a dollar, a cookie is a dollar, and ice cream bar is two dollars. So they're fucking you on the hundred fifty. I mean, that's outrageously priced. Um, from these prices, but I guess with expedited shipping and whatever else, and they're probably refrigerated or something. So I guess the shipping probably costs a ton on those, but yeah, that's a big part of the masters is having that menu the same when you go and you never have to like spend a million dollars until you go to the pro shop and buy a quarter zip for like $650. What was, what are, how is this pimento eaten? It's just ordered by itself. I'm I'm confused. It's on a sandwich. Huh? Okay. So that's the only repeat. I have you? Ever, that's the only repeat. I have you ever had? Have I had a plain pimento sandwich? No, I have not. Uh, no, they're actually. I mean, it's definitely like comfort food type of thing. Like it's not the most nutritious, but they're pretty good. Pimento cheeseburgers are also really good. Wow. Melted pimento cheese on a on a burger. Woo. Fuck. Uh, I'm a big sucker for a olive pimento cream cheese on a uh, on a nice bagel. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, no, I haven't tried the pimento plain sandwich yet. Um, yeah, it's it's big in the south. Well, guess what, Daniel? You're not going to try one this year because yeah. you mm. can't. Thanks for so. thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah, they won't let you. And not only I, did we mention there's no bread that comes with this. Yeah, it's BYOB. Fifty dollars. BYOB. No bread. Wow. Unreal. 
I mean, throw in a loaf, right. throw in a loaf for 150 right. bucks. I mean, <laughs> what a, uh, what a perk for being a member, huh? I mean, this is like being a, a season ticket holder in the MLB and they're like, yeah, uh, sorry, you can't come to the games this year. We'll give you, um, a hot dog tray, 20 cups, a, uh, puffy hand and a bag of peanuts for, yeah, and one slice grand. of cake to share amongst yeah. 12 people. But it is interesting because I wonder, I mean, this can't be the menu for the members. No. Be, you know, no. like they clearly are capable of putting out better food because they have that like pretty wild uh, dinner the night before the champions dinner or whatever. Yep. Like that food always looks pretty good. Oh yeah. So I wonder why it's like, uh, well, I guess now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't wonder why it's very clear that it's like, either these disgusting patrons are here this week. Let's give them, you know, let's give them this dollar, these trash dollar sandwiches. Yep, dude. They just treat it just like, oh, give the plebs dollar fifty sandwiches. Like the plebs coming in. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Them, I just want them to know that, that they're not worthy of the good food. Right. Yeah. No, charge them a dollar fifty. They they can't afford real food. Now, well, they, this <laughs> brings me, uh, while we're on Masters Food, uh, I'm interested in, to learn whether or not there'll be a champion's dinner this year uh, with COVID, you know, uh, a smaller guest menu or what do you, what do you think happens there? It's a good question. Tiger would be hosting that menu. Uh, I wonder if they do it. I wonder if they do it like uh, golf tournaments have been doing it this year. Like you just kind of, you go play and then as you take the turn, your group takes the turn, you just grab the little to go box that was left outside on a table Mm. Yeah, that doesn't really scream champions dinner. A week ago on ESPN, it said Tiger Woods says plan is is still to hold champions dinner at the Masters. I hate to quote ESPN, but because they lie. Um, Well, I've got Augusta.com here too that says champions dinner still on. Can we get a look at that menu? menu? Uh, I can give you the menu from yeah, um, from back in February, I believe. I want to say like. Steak and chicken fajitas, sushi and sashimi, and milkshakes. Wow. Yep. Wait, say that again? Um, steak and chicken fajitas, sushi and sashimi, and milkshakes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do. This was announced earlier yeah. this year, right? Yeah, February. They, they announced it. And you want to go over Patrick Reed's from 2019 really quick? Yeah, please. His was much better, yes. if I remember uh, correctly. A choice of Caesar... Or a wedge salad, which wedge yep. salad, dude, the wedge. Love that uh, I love a wedge salad. Like a good wedge salad is just so good. Amazing. Um, the main dish of a, a prime bone-in cowboy ribeye with herb butter. Yeah, I mean, unreal. Side dish, macaroni and cheese, creamed corn, creamed spinach, steamed broccoli. Ugh. Dessert choices, tiramisu, vanilla bean creme, creme brulee, creme brulee chocolate crunch and praline cheesecake i mean the guy knows how to eat i'm sorry yeah, I mean, the guy knows it. how to eat i don't i i'm not a guy that likes to you know rag on tiger a lot but buddy what are we at applebee's steak and chicken fajitas what do they come out on the sizzling plate what is wrong with you and then i love sushi don't get me wrong sushi's great and sashimi wonderful but like time and place dude where are you like what i mean i'm sure augusta can get decent fish for that but pairing it with steak and chicken fajitas what are you 12 and then following that up with a milkshake to wash down with sushi (laughs) right (laughs) I was like, you might as well add chicken fingers to that. 
Like that is it's it's actually atrocious that he would do that. Um, Granted, with Patrick Reed's menu, I mean, you're going to need triple bypass surgery on your heart after eating that smorgasbord of calories that he threw out. So, little wonder that the guy didn't repeat. His Patrick Reed's meal just made me so fucking hungry. I can't wait to get done with this and eat tonight. Yeah, anytime that somebody says something about like a steak with an herb butter Uh, on it, like anytime you mix the butter and the steak, I mean, it just just gets me going. Right, you just picture like the piece melting on top, like the, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then they're basting it at the end, and they just keep splashing it up on there. Makes my knees tremble. It really does. My mouth is watering right now. Uh, I'm looking at now. I got to stop looking at the menus, people's menus. So there will be a champion's dinner. That'll be interesting. We'll see if they're masked up. And, uh, you know, geez, that's every past champion, I believe, is invited. So that's quite the list. Um, Should we see? Yeah. uh, Should we see if Chubba Watson, um, if he is okay with Bubba Watson's meal choice? Oh, absolutely. Is is Bubba Watson's meal Chubba Watson approved? That's my question. Well, wait, hold on. Before we get started here. Which one? Uh, he picked the same <laughs> meal both. He's In 2015, he said, I'm going to do the same meal as 2013. Oh, at both times. Yep. Um, oh, wow. No, I got to stop looking at them. They're so fun to read. Um, <laughs> uh, traditional Caesar salad to start for Bubba Watson. The entree of grilled chicken breasts with a side of green beans, mashed potatoes, corn, macaroni, and cheese. Served with cornbread, dessert of confetti cake and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little plain, but I approve. I like, I, so here's my thing. I think that it, I think that it pair everything pairs better than Tiger pairing uh, Applebee's. Oh yeah, fajitas, sushi. But it is a little like it's it's a little bit of you know where maybe a middle class family and this is one of our regular dinners that we have just during the week. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's like a lucky meal for him or something. Right. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like it's probably what he grew up eating on Tuesday. You know, dude, I had the weirdest lucky meal when I played uh, little league baseball. I used to eat the same meal before every All Star game. I used to eat spaghetti and tuna with with like um, pepperoncinis, like banana peppers. Isn't that weird? Say that again. Spaghetti and tuna with with banana peppers. Did you just follow that up with, is that weird at the end? Yeah. Spaghetti. Is it weird? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You would take cooked spaghetti pasta. Yep. You'd put it in a bowl. Then you'd add canned tuna fish I'd to it? i put canned tuna and like olive oil and uh, pepperoncinis in a little, in a little, uh, you know, stovetop pan. And I would just simmer it up and I'd put it all in the pasta. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I would say that's probably really fucking weird, dude. Yeah. It was so good though. And it was like. Have you have you ever run into this meal since? No, have you seen? No, no. And, hey, what's that? What are you guys making? It's like, oh, we're just making, you know, just a classic spaghetti dish with tuna and pepperoncinis yeah, in it. I don't it. think I've eaten it since I was twelve, so it must have been yeah. just a big time superstition thing for me, I guess. Right, right. Wow. Hey, kids are weird, you know. Yeah, wow, just hitting me right now. That's fucking weird. Why would I ever eat that? I would never want that. If I saw it on a menu, I'd be like, that's gross. Oh, I'll tell you what guy next time the group chat golf squad gets together for a round guess what we're having for dinner <laughs> not that i'll make it i'll make Sorry. it special you got you don't like tuna in a can uh daniel 
Oh, I, I love tuna uh, salad, not tuna playing out of a can on top of hot pasta. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Don't get me wrong. I, I order a tuna sandwich at least once a week. And, uh, but what about like you never had tuna casserole? Yeah, but let's not act like what you just <laughs> described with tuna casserole. Well, it's hot. Because he said hot tuna over pasta or tuna over hot pasta. More like you know, add the cream yeah. of mushroom, and you have a. You know, I just took out the cream of mushroom. What you added on? Yeah, but no, it doesn't. Tuna casserole use an egg noodle. It doesn't use spaghetti. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. A tuna casserole. Yeah, it would use a noodle of some sort. I don't know my noodles. I spend so much time in the pasta aisle when I go to the grocery store, dude. It's so indecisive. Pasta is <laughs> the hardest thing. What for me you to described choose. sounded like tuna acerol, and we're trying <laughs> to make tuna casserole. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let that slide. It was good enough, even though it took three minutes to think of it. Thank you. It was still, it was still really good. Uh-oh. Yeah, you nailed that one. So, anyways, <laughs> that uh, that went down a nice, fun little. Dude, road where did there. that come from? Um, where did we start with that one? Oh yeah, the meals. Um, the masters, uh, the taste of the masters package. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. Ten to twelve people. You can't order it. Okay, how about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm making it. I'm selling them for one forty nine. Um, Link in bio. Just kidding. So, <laughs> limited. <laughs> so before before we uh, before we get into predictions, I would just like to maybe go around, take a minute to go around the circle, and we could uh, list off our favorite Masters memory. Oh, wow. Oof, that's a tough one. I mean, I obviously, I, I don't think last year was was a big one for me with the Tiger. I cried, I cried hard last year. Uh, I had just gotten the Masters tattoo that week too because I was just so pumped about the Masters, and I just had a feeling Tiger was going to do it. And that comeback just like solidified everything. Like for Tiger, there was there was some downtime. I'm not going to say that I didn't even like have days where I was like Tiger's kind of a douche when he cheated on his wife and he did that whole thing and he was banging a million girls and whatever. I had my days where I was like, I don't know how I feel about Tiger, but when he won that Masters again, man, there's nothing like a good comeback story. When he threw those arms up in the air, like I was right there. I felt everything that he felt. I felt like it was like the, I don't know. I, I can't even put it into words. There was nothing that compared. I would love to pick something less cliche for my favorite Masters moment, but there was nothing compared. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's a couple. I'd love to hear Daniels, big Masters guy also. There's a couple for me. Um, Obviously, I guess biggest single moment, biggest roar, biggest shot, if you had to narrow it down, Tigers chip in on 16. Um, That one's not cliche either. Yeah, I mean. No, no, I didn't see it coming. (laughs) You were going to have it. In terms of all-around moments and history and – the honorable starter ceremony that they had the year that Arnie passed with um, Jack and uh, what's his face out there player on the first Gary player on the first tee was just. Yeah. Cause you spent a lot of your life watching Jack and, and, uh, no, and yeah, Arnold no, really no battle. <laughs> just the way, just, just the whole, the, the no, moment right, where right. it was done the way, I mean, I think yeah, they only, do a good job there. One of the only tour players that was out there to see this, who is a lifelong, you know, uh, fan. It was almost his idol was Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, yeah. Out there. Shout out Ricky. Um, 
not many pros were out there to see it, but he was there at, you know, 545 in the morning on the first tee for that ceremony. That was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. You uh, love to see Given that. the King is his send off. So that, that, that one. And of course, you know, the chip in, I'd say Tiger winning, you'd have to put uh, Tiger winning the grand slam in 97 by a hundred strokes up there. Also, that's something you'll never forget, but those three. I can't believe that was 23 years ago. Chubba, tell us about your favorite. Was it the punch out for Bubba Watson to 12 feet with all the fans? I don't know that it was a punch, but uh, as the crow flies, if the crow had directional issues, Watson had 165 winding yards between his ball uh, right of Augusta's 10th fairway in the hole. Or as his friend Ricky Fowler pointed out, Watson was in the wrong place at the right time. Mm. Now, if we remember, this was an overtime hole. Uh, 2000 and something to, you know, 12, maybe 2012. Yeah, 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 2012. A year that wasn't this year. And, uh, you know, first hole of the overtime, Bubba puts it right in the woods. Uh, Bubba goes and tracks his ball down. It's on, as we all remember, he's in all white. Uh, He's got pine straw all around him. Uh, The patrons create a nice little alley. And he just pops that thing right out of there. It hook, you know, what is it? Hooks, cuts, slices, fades, yeah. ninety degrees right, right onto the hole for an easy win. I mean, how could? I don't know how anyone could have a better Masters memory than that. There hasn't been a better shot in Masters history. Uh, there hasn't been a shot with more pressure, um, with more on the line. Oh please! Uh, so it's without a Daniel. Please, I am not finished. <laughs> I'm not finished. Daniel. So um, that is Chubba Watson's favorite master's memory. That's it. How predict- Speaking of predictable. Did he hit 52 degree from there? I be- I want to say he hit a gap wedge from It was a hooded gap wedge. He probably turned it down to about a 45 yeah. degree at contact. Oh, yeah. He definitely turned it down. It wasn't 100. That ball did not fly 165 yards. I have no clue where Chubba got these ridiculous numbers. I think he, I think he's right. I think it was that ridiculous of a shot. It was 130. It was like 135 or so to the pin. Now, I don't know what you know GPS tracker they put on a crow to measure 165, whatever the hell he's blabbering on about. But I just... I don't. I have a hard yeah. time uh, understanding a 52 degree wedge going 165 when that's the average. Oh my god! I just googled instead of Bubba Watson shot. I googled Chubba Watson shot. <laughs> I need to. I need to show you what came up. I'm sending this to you guys right now, and we need to. Yeah, react. send that. But Daniel, real quick, if I can just circle back to your dumbass, real quick. We've had this conversation before. You didn't even. You thought he had a direct line of sight to the hole the first time we had this no, conversation. No, 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 no. I sent. I sent you the sports science video. They broke it down. They gave you every distance from every angle. You were completely wrong about it then. You're completely wrong about it now. It was a phenomenal shot, 165 yards out, winding all the way. He had to, he had to come out of the woods. Then he had to bend it all the way right down the, down the fairway. It was probably 15 a feet. Hooded, degree angle. It's a hooded wedge, Chubba. You don't think... That what happened was, for, let me explain this to you from the eyes of a, of a five handicap and not a Please, 55 handicap. I... Because Tiger Woods, if he hooked his ball, what happened was Bubba, Bubba is a lefty. He hooks one into the woods right, and he catches a break. He should have lost the tournament with an awful swing off the tee. But magically, he has an unobstructed lane 
looking out towards the fairway. He doesn't have a clean view of the pin. He has to completely hood a wedge. And it's an unbelievable shot that he pulled off considering the pressure. But this is a shot that most guys on tour could execute. And he shouldn't have even had a look in the first place. But here's the thing. Most guys on tour weren't in a playoff to win the Masters. Most guys on tour wouldn't wouldn't have hooked one into the trees when it mattered and then got Uh, a lucky break and had a look. Hey, guy, guess where all of the people that you're referring to are? They were in the clubhouse watching. Uh, That's where they were. They're in the clubhouse watching him do this. I've got the sports science video pulled up Just like Bubba the five times that – where was Bubba the five times Tiger won it? Hmm? The drive was 343 yards right into the woods. John Brankus. John Brankus with Sports Science is breaking this down for us. We're going through it. He's up. He's looking at it. He had the magnolia tree. He had the Carolina cherry. <clears throat> and then he had the TV tower on the other side. Okay. So this was this was a very complex. It's not just simply, oh, it's just a little hooded wedge out of the woods. No. No. It was not just a little simple hooded wedge out of look how close this ball, 15 feet. To the pin. I mean, it's un- it's an unbelievable shot out of the pine straw, nonetheless. Yeah, it was. That I mean, it's your favorite shot in Masters history. Is that's just sad. That's like saying so that's like saying that Coors Light is your favorite beer or your favorite alcoholic beverage. <laughs> How fucking Here, here's what it was. here's what sports sports science has it as 163 yards from ball location two pin in in a straight line. He went out 56 yards, then cut it. 44 yards plus 28 yards. So you're going to tell me he hit a 52-degree, what, 260 now based on that? No. He, he had it. No, I mean, line. maybe he gets up there. Give but. me the straight line number again, 160-something. 63. And then he that's a straight line to the hole. You're saying he added. Straight line to the hole, he did not have. He did not have a straight you're line to the hole. You're saying he added 40-ish yards to 160-something? And hit it two over two hundred with a fifty-two degree wedge. See, something's not adding no, no, up no. here. Uh, sports. Stat. It's not adding up because that's not what I said. Ding dong. Okay. Okay, so you just told me a straight yardage to the pin, which would have cut the corner, was one sixty-three. Yeah. He did not so he okay. So went out and around. So he had to throw a forty-yard hook on that shot, which adds about forty yards because he's going out and around. Let's say it adds twenty-five. That's still a 180-yard, 52-degree? No. And that's something that you're saying everyone on tour can do. Who All these guys were in the clubhouse I'm watching. those numbers are wrong. They're, they're way off. The ball might – his mm. actual distance might have been closer to 160. I think it's – Yeah, that's what I just – straight line distance should have been about 130, 125. It was 163, the straight line distance. Again, I mean, after not, you not see the that. after you see the spin on it, it literally looks like a U. Like the way he literally hit it straight out, straight again, left, straight. Ninety-five percent right. of golfers on tour can hit a ball in the shape of a U. It's whether or not they have a wide open lane to do that. Uh, correction: It's whether or not they are in a playoff to win the Masters, which they were not. Well, after he already puked off of the tee, there wasn't a whole lot of pressure on him. You say this every time. You say this every time. Oh, he hit a bad drive. Who cares? I mean, he hit a bad drive, and then he hit the greatest shot in Masters history right after that to win it in overtime. Shot in Masters history. Oh, man. Has this guy seen any other Masters besides that one? Uh, maybe not. Only so, that. Only yeah. 2014 and 2012. 
The two that that uh, question, one. Question. And this could be answerable, and it might not go in my favor, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. Has there ever been a shot on the last hole to win it? Uh, yeah. Tigers Which shot it many a times with a putter needing a par. I think he's saying at the Masters. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying at the Masters. Yeah. Has Tiger ever, ever, ever grabbed one of his victories on the last hole? Yeah. Which which year? I want to look it up. I want to see the shot right now because I don't. I don't believe you. Five or two thousand one. He had a. I posted it the other day. He needed. Well, one of them. He just needed a par to win the Masters and went up and made birdie. And then another would be. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. He was already in the lead there. And then he had one against Demarco in the playoff where he had to hit a putt to win, and he made the putt to win in the playoff. Well, what year was that? 2000, 2000, after 2007 range. He's won it so many times, I get the years confused. You got. It looks like 2005. Okay, I want to watch that last hole. DeMarco playoff. It was It was not the, technically the last hole. It was in a play. Well, they were playing 18 over again, so it was the 18th hole, but it was in a playoff. Yeah, so do you remember his shots? On that hole? Tiger shots? Yeah. Um, uh, like, did he just go out and stripe driver into the fairway, then hit a wedge in and make a putt? Because that's not as impressive as what Bubba did. Um, I mean, Bubba hit a rescue sh- but What? Missing the fairway and then hitting one good shot out of... I mean, I, I don't think you can argue that impressive. that shot wasn't... I don't think you can argue that that was one of the most memorable Masters shots in our lifetime. Uh, it's not you could argue, you can't argue that it was better than a better shot than Tiger's chip in that went in the hole where a par he probably would have been out of the tournament and he chips in on 16 when no one's not taking anything away from Tiger's chip in but that was on hole 16 okay that's a big difference that's a big difference than being in a playoff there's a lot less pressure if you miss that you have a chance on 17 you have a chance on 18 if you don't hit that shot out of the woods for Bubba it's over that's it. Yeah. If you don't make that shot, it's Tiger done. doesn't end up in the woods when it matters. So it's like you're comparing apples to oranges. He just executed. Look, what does it matter if he ended up in the woods? Like he, he ended up in the woods, then had a great shot to recover and win. So I'm sure at some point Tiger has been in the woods. Who cares about that? I'm saying the shot that that was most important. I don't think that Tiger's had one with that much pressure on it. You know, it was a great shot. So that was people, would, people would say – had his pressure. you know phil when he got his first jacket had a walk-off putt from 30 plus feet you know i'm sure a lot of people would put that up there it's bubba had a great shot it's a great moment i'll give it to you i'm just not putting it ahead of tiger i don't know what you want me to say yeah well, big surprise there the tiger stand won't say that anyone's ever done anything better than tiger the, shocker the phil masters was very memorable also i will i will say that yeah, I was happy for Phil. That was a good was one. Was that his first major, or did he win a U.S. Open before that? Yeah, he won. That was a, a good major. one. Just saying, for Astros, year, I believe. Gotcha, yeah. As a viewer, when you're watching Bubba's year, when he hits that drive, you're just it's a roller coaster. Totally, you're like, yeah. oh, my God, this guy's done. There's no way you come out of this and hit the green. And then he does it, and it's like, what? He got that close? And then just pff, and over. Who was even in that playoff? I don't even remember. Um. That's a good question. I want to say, oh, I was going to say, 
fucking see now. Louie. Louie. Oh, wow. I love Louie, too. And Louie's got a Masters, doesn't he? He's got my favorite swing on tour. Always will. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Just such a smooth swing. I just love his little buck teeth. You know, he looks like an average guy out there. Yeah, he kind of looks like a uh, jockey, like a horse jockey yes. a little bit. Yeah, he does. He could yeah. definitely. I feel like that kind of bigger head and smaller frame yeah. and short. I would, I would pick his horse. Small, compact, pure swing, though. God, is so that pure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I guess, I guess now that we've, uh, you know, we've gone through favorite Masters memory, uh, ranked them. Chubba's was the best. Then Sonny's. Then, and then, and then Daniels. And then, so prediction time, boys. Who do we think's taking it this year? Tiger Woods. I quit the podcast. Yeah. I'm done. This is my last episode. <laughs> you, 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 would you put money on him? Do you want Tiger to win, Daniel? Oh, Do you well, just... I'll see what the odds are. I'm sure you better fucking believe I'm slapping at least twenty on him. I mean, you don't, you don't move a winner. That's roulette. That's roulette rules right there. I mean, yeah, I won is, on him. I rules. won on him last year. I could, I could bet him the next twenty years for twenty dollars and still be up money. So I mean. Let's do like actual predictions though. Let's not do the like I'm eight years old. I'm a big Tiger fanboy. You want him to win? Who do you think is actually going to win the event? Oh, so uh, my prediction is is invalid because uh, you know the guy that won last year you think has no chance. I mean, I, I think he's got a great chance. If I wanted to say who else I think might have a chance, there's certainly a few other guys. Um, I, I like the DeChambeau pick. I like. I want to see what Dustin Johnson's going to do out there because a couple of years ago he was number one in the world coming in. He had, he fell down the stairs of the house he was renting out in Augusta. <laughs> had to get taken out in the ambulance. Comes to the first tee and then you see him. Oh, he's going to play. He's the favorite, and then he just goes to the first tee and just turns around and walks back to the clubhouse and withdraws. So. Um, I think Tony Finau, I don't know what's what Tony's he's had some real low Danny, routes this year. He plays well. Give us a pick, Danny. Don't you can't pick yeah. everybody. You're That's taking a, everybody else's three picks. Guys. Finau, I like Finau, I like DeChambeau, and I like Tiger. And I and DJ and I gotta throw DJ. So four guys. <laughs> give me four. I'm gonna kill you, dude. That's it. One of those four. I am gonna come in with um and I, I'm gonna people are gonna hate this pick. Okay, now obviously I think Bryson has a good chance. I would love to see DJ win. DJ would be don't do the same thing Daniel just did. <laughs> I have one pick for the Masters and it's Patrick Reed. Oh I think Patrick Reed. Oh, no, that was my yeah, pick, dude. dude. Are you kidding I, me? I, I think I I, I, I know I <laughs> I'm gonna quit. And actually uh, dude, <sighs> I I just I don't know, man. I think he wants Tiger to put the green jacket on him. He's had a really solid year and I mean, he just loves it. The guy just loves it. And he loves Augusta. And guys win multiple at Augusta. That's just what happens there. When you have good rounds at Augusta, you remember them. And you, when you know that course and you play well there, like that, that it proves the same throughout your career. It's that, that's been a thing. So, yeah, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Patrick Reed. I might even put 20 bucks on him. I might have Daniel call his bookie, put 20 bucks on Patrick Reed for me. Sorry to take care of Chubba. I, yeah, no, no problem. I felt like as you were talking, I was like, "This some bitch is gonna say Patrick Reed, right?" <laughs> I just can't uh, wait. So, to see his, his follower count might plummet after taking Patrick Reed. That's I'm trying to find point. odds right now. Um, but at least Danny, at least what Sonny's doing is, you know, he's 
He's he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's going with what he thinks is true, and he's not falling in line with the oh Tiger's the popular top forties album that everybody loves and gets played on the radio and is general appeal to everybody and is a huge poser. A, so I like that he's standing on his respect. Respect him. How dare you use Tiger's name in vain again? I would love Tiger to win. He is. I. That's who I want to win. Obviously, every tournament that he plays in. Thank you. Um, if I want people, if I'm going with who I want to win, I'm going Tiger or DJ. Um, and who I think is going to win, I think Patrick Reed or Bryson. Now here's where Tiger Tiger is going to get hurt. I the reason I I deep down I will say I don't think he pulls off the repeat. I think he has a chance. The biggest reason is no crowds at Augusta. That's just devastating for Tiger. That that's like f- three strokes right there off off added to his score. He's plus twenty seven hundred. Oh, Tiger. Yeah, plus twenty seven hundred. So two. So ten to win two seventy. So that puts me yeah five hundred four twenty to win five forty. I'm I'm gonna as soon as I get off this podcast in seven minutes, that one's gonna go in twenty bucks. Trying to look. So I guess I'll take uh, Matt Wolf. Oh, then Patrick Reed also plus twenty seven hundred. Matt Matthew Wolf plus thirty three hundred. Colin Morikawa maybe. What do you guys What do you guys think about like John Rom? Doesn't have a good. Yeah, I think John Rom will. will you know, he'll probably uh, play pretty well. You know, I might take R- Rory McIlroy. <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas, I think, will play well. Jander uh, Shafley, I think, will do uh, really well. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Brooks Kepka is one of my picks. Notice, um, notice how he hasn't how he hasn't even gotten into Bubba. He hasn't even named Bubba. What a what a phony! Crafts himself, molds his molds his Instagram after the guy, and won't even pick him to win the Masters. What a joke! I think is a this is what is a big difference between the two of us. I'm a huge fan of Bubba's. I do, I do not think he's going to win the Masters this year. That's the difference between you and I. I don't fanboy my what picks. What makes you think that? Is he too, what makes you think that? He's too old. What, what is it? He hasn't had a very good year. I just don't. I just don't think he's got it this year. I think he he, he might need a. You know, he likes the fans being there. It really makes a big difference for him when people aren't cheering his name. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be, he'll be back in the mix next year. I think he's just you know taking a taking a year off. I guess you say. Sonny, did Chubba grow up under a rock? I mean, was he in what? Clearly, he didn't watch the Masters as a kid to know what the Tiger effect is. I mean, can you back me up? That, that's a I three shot difference. Tiger, but his time is done. That whole thing, and and the other thing, and I think I've said this on the pod, like when everybody is unanimously in uh, on one player or not even golf specific if everyone unanimously likes something i tend to yeah okay maybe i, sh- I shy away from this and i try to be a little bit more of an individual mm-hmm. and, and think you know I don't, i'm not a hive mind guy i think for myself i question i don't necessarily oh yeah look t- tiger was really good everybody likes him so that must mean i like him too like i'm not a poser like that then you know and i like to think for myself i i don't like to just copy everybody else like and he's a He's a uh, unbelievable. He's a wrestling guy, and you know he's he likes the heel. That's just who he is. Yeah, sometimes you gotta go heel. You know what I mean? Yep. Some of the best wrestlers in history are heels. You know? Yep, absolutely. It's very true. A lot of a lot of some of the biggest losers in wrestling history too. Like 
For instance, Daniel, you liking Tiger, like, I'm sure you're a huge Hulk Hogan guy, too. Hulk Hogan, best wrestler of all time. What a great baby face he is. I don't really know. Piece of shit. He doesn't even crack my top 250 for me. Hulk Hogan. See, I grew up. What kind of finishing? I grew up watching, boot and I grew up watching golf and Tiger Woods and not wrestling, so I've kind of lost you here. But apparently you were growing up watching Hulk Hogan, and that's why you think, you know, Bubba Watson's the greatest Masters player. Well, Daniel, I actually grew up in the in the same generation as you, and I didn't like Hulk Hogan would have been the same boomer comparison as Caddyshack. He was well before my time, and I actually grew up with a diversified portfolio with what I tuned into. I wasn't just a one track mind like you were. I was open minded, and uh, I liked a lot of things. And that'll do it for episode <laughs> one. Well, that certainly was our Masters preview, folks, and we will have more on this next week as well as there is one more episode before uh, the 2020 Masters uh, will tee off. Um, this segment was brought to you by Tempe's Tees. You can check them out on Instagram at Tempe's Tees or at Tempe'sTees.com. Again, it's the best wooden tee on the market and the only tee the Group Jack Golf Podcast uses on the course. Wow, we did hit that 57-minute mark pretty fast. Huh? There were a couple more things on the sheet here, but I guess we could uh, give those the old push. Give them the push. I mean, we have pushed that. Push. We have pushed the one that was next for so long. I thought we might get to it today and just no. Sonny, I thought we were going to get Me that too. Day. I even had it written down. I had it. I was ready to go. I was, it was the day, but it's going to be pushed. It took a lot so of time. Pushed to for make... at least a few more weeks. It takes a lot of time to make sense of that, you know, nitwit master's food menu that they put out. That's... That was quite a Daniel, quite a package that they put together there. I'm gonna try to get my hands on one. I might actually, I might make my own and and um, post some pictures of it. I don't know. Yeah, I've done that oh, in years past. Dude. You know, it's pretty easy to get most of the items. Wait, we'll be at camp. Uh, we should. Yes, we, we should do a master's meal at camep oh, Wow. I don't know how we didn't think about that. me either. Champion, a champion yeah. dinner type of. Uh, wow. Oh my God! How did we not think of this? Yeah. Everyone shows wow. up. With a so we can do like. We can do like Yes, Danny boy. We could do like a champion's dinner to kick off the weekend. And then do we do, but only do we do the meal for Sunday? uh, Yeah, I guess. Like the pimento cheese sandwiches and stuff? Whenever we decide that, because we will maybe, if we can get enough service up there, we'll go live for a little while for a little viewing party or something like that. Maybe even for like a half hour, we'll try to save the uh, menu items for then. And here's the thing with that champion's dinner is that that is going to be restricted to uh, group chat fantasy, past fantasy champions only. So Chubba, although he will be hosting, he'll be unable to attend that. And that's, that's <laughs> so we appreciate him for hosting and uh, we'll have to catch up with him uh, Thursday at camp. Yeah. And, uh, and one, I appreciate your appreciation. Yeah, one last thing about next week's episode. Um, there's a good chance we ha- we'll have our biggest guest by far um, on the next episode. Uh, it's a chance. It's not 100%, but there's a chance that we're going to have a big, big guest. One of Daniel's favorite – One of, Daniel is possibly his biggest fan. That's all you're getting. Um, but we will possibly have that guest next week, so don't forget to go check out groupchatgolf.com. Go buy some hoodies before the Masters. If you buy them soon – if you buy them by the end of this week, I will have them to you by Thursday. You will be wearing these green and yellow hoodies for the Masters. 
very limited hoodies that not many people have, but they are all over the world. I did sell a couple in the UK, a bunch went to Canada and all over the US. So go check them out, groupchatgolf.com. Go find us on social media at groupchatgolfmemes, at groupchatgolfguy, at Chubba Watson on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Lafferty underscore Daniel underscore. Sure thing. On Instagram. Yep. I always have trouble with that one. Um, and um, yeah, what do we got? Episode 21, Masters Recap. Fucking get ready for the Masters, people. Just just get pumped up. Start listening to the music now. Tune in to Lafferty underscore Daniel underscores countdown. Um, don't, m- don't mind uh, that he did miss a day. He did fuck his count up. I don't know where it happened. They like I don't know where along the way it happened. Day eleven to day nine, yeah. just like that. And the blink. Imagine missing number ten, the first day of the top ten. You just hate to see it, but but he still is. It's a fun little countdown. It's Daniel's little way of of throwing popping a couple posts off every day. He really looks forward to it. He sends us. I tell you what, I think we're I think we're gonna be surprised here. I think coming because this is what 30 day countdown i think coming into day one we're gonna finally get a clip that isn't a tiger woods video that you've seen a million times and maybe just maybe it's the bubba shot dude what if it's what if it's tiger making the par on 18 to win the match like he only needed the par (laughs) just tapping it in Uh, well i am curious to see i mean it's got to be the did you use the chip in yet daniel the 16 chip in i I think it was like day 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 30 of the 30 day countdown it was now yeah you only thought of it you gotta bring Uh, in the viewers you know so yeah you're right you're right now question do you have uh the last day picked out already uh i've have a few lined up it's going to be tough here as we get into the final uh tomorrow will be the final week countdown so there's going to be seven hot videos that have got to be researched but they are out there uh there are big enough rabbit holes for tiger woods at augusta out there that i will find you know i won't disappoint i can i can promise that so um probably won't be the chip in on 16 we use that day 30 but who knows well there was the one where he duffed a chip on 12 and then he chipped in the next one oh that's a good one mm, i don't know if you use that one yet maybe day two yeah all right well you know that's it another one Boys, thank you for stopping by. Everybody else, thank you. Um, episode 21, Group Chat Golf Podcast. Chubba Watson, take us out. You're welcome.